The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 173rd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And for tonight's podcast, we'll be discussing Fortnite's massive change. This change is huge. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Overwatch's PvP beta, and we'll be doing a grumpkin review of the Batman. Stay tuned for that. Let's get on with the show. We got a ton of things to cover. Let's introduce the guest on our show, Grim. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you're playing? Where am I? And why do my toes feel like sausages? You have the COVID. Oh, okay. COVID uh, toes. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing good. Drinking up Mountain Dew because I just beer's disgusting. And all I've been playing is Elden Ring. I have a question. Is what? it brec- breakfast sausages or is it like Italian sausages, like Italian sausage it's sandwich? fat Italian sausages. You got to get some like onions and peppers and a nice <laughs> Amoroso roll. Oh, my God. That's like one of my favorite sandwiches. I love Italian sausage sandwich. It's a Philly thing. I guess. Fucking Philadelphia, guess? man. I wouldn't yeah, know. That's a good sandwich. From Philadelphia. From a real state, not some fake weird state. Fake weird state, man. First capital U.S. was here. Was White House was here? Was it was so bad they had to move it. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> um. So you're playing Elden Ring? Oh yeah. Are you addicted? Oh, what, what's addiction mean? Does it mean that like I can't stop playing and I really like the game and I may have ninety point five hours in it and still haven't even beaten? the main boss all the main bosses or explored everything yet yeah do you have like twitches and spasms if you're not playing no it's not that bad but there are times where i'm like at work and i'm like why am i at work i should just go home and play elden ring (laughs) call out (laughs) yeah i can't afford that though i hear you uh once again my name is jack lala calamari and i am drinking a sierra nevada pale ale because it is the only beer my kid wouldn't touch when he came home for spring break. He drank me out of everything else, which is fine. This is a good beer. He doesn't appreciate good beers. You don't appreciate good anything, so I don't believe you on the beer. I appreciate good games, and you'll never guess when I'm playing. Call of Duty? <laughs> well, <laughs> very part-time. I'm down to two nights a week. That's two still nights not a week. Good. No, I am playing uh, Destiny. I am still grinding in Destiny. Uh, last week was Iron Banner week. Got my ass thumped in PvP, like really bad. I don't know. I don't even understand this game anymore. It's just so much different, especially in PvP. I've been grinding weapons for that, and I can do all right. It's just when I try to use specific weapons because Quest asks you to use specific weapons in PvP and doesn't turn out so well. So I got mad, used the guns I'm comfortable with, and did a lot better. 
Well, I am glad that you're playing something different, but remember, you need at least two more new games before you can get your AA badge. Your well, Activision talk about Anonymous. a game I, I played today, which is different, so that's a third. We'll have a third game to the title. <laughs> One, more. I log in, One more to go. I log, in daily, I log in daily for my ESO daily rewards. That doesn't count because you always do that. It's got to be new, fresh, at least not in the last six months played. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> no, no. So we'll get into that, the the, uh, the Taterade in a bit. Uh, but then I also have to keep the Call of Duty people happy. So and grace them with my presence. So I, I play with them once in a while. We were doing, uh, you know, their typical war zone, which is frustrating. That's all I can say. <laughs> I literally, I, I cannot uh, hate this map more, this new map any more than I do. And I, I just, I hate it. I, I can't stand it. I'm so glad you suffer. Ever since I registered the uh, GRG domain site, uh, I, I've been suffering. And I think it's something to do with that. But oh, poor you. Poor me. Let's get into our rant, which I am not doing a rant this time, but I will be doing a confession. I just have to get this off my chest. And as a person that bitches and moans about playing the objective for Destiny and for completing quests, I do not play the objective at all for PvP, PvE events. PvP, In- <laughs> I, will, I will do it for PvP. PvE, you fuckers are on your own. I'm out. Need, <laughs> Need to insert that crowd gasp. <laughs> Fucking... I said it. There I said it. I, I feel better already. I feel better. Um, yeah, I mean, as a diehard objective player in any game, uh, I, I just couldn't do it in Destiny anymore, especially for PvE, uh, when you're out just questing against the, the computer shit. And why do you ask? Well, let's just say, like, between all the different quests they give you to complete, like, you have your regular quests, your daily quests, uh, advanced guns, use this gun, do this, do that, kill so many enemies of this way, that way. If I play the objective, there's no chance of me doing that if I do a group event because every motherfucking person in that fucking game is not playing the objective and they're all killing all the fucking ads and all the enemies and I don't get my shots in. It takes me 10 times longer. This went from confession to rant real fast. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't play the objective. Fuck them. Fuck them. I'm done. I'm not being the dumbass sitting there on the goddamn floating sled. This this one particular event. It, it, it's um it's basically a PvP event, PVE event, and it's you have to go to this area, get on the sled, and if you're in this circle, it advances the sled, and you have to take it to from point A to point B. It's like payload, like in um, Overwatch or any of those type of games. Nobody gets on this thing. And if nobody's on it, it won't move. And they're all too busy killing everything. So at first I would do it. And then after a while, I'm like, fuck this. I got guns to level up. I got quests to do. Fuck these people. I will not do it. And if nobody's on it, I'm out. I'll let that thing stand. I don't give a shit. I'll go and get my kills. I I just don't care anymore. I, I won't do it at all. Even worse, if people die... Uh, while not playing the objective in this game mode, I won't even revive them. I'll just run right past their dead bodies and fuck them. I don't care. You're on your own, pal. <laughs> Wait for your respawn timer. Hmm. I'm so jaded right now. I just, I can't do it. 
So, so at the end of it, at the end of this thing, you come across this big bad boss, and he has three stages, and you 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 do X amount of damage, he gets a shield. He does X amount of damage, he gets a shield. You gotta, you gotta do things to unlock the shield. I won't even put one bullet into the big bad boss because I'm too busy leveling up my guns or completing my quest, shooting all the ads that come in, all the enemies that respawn. Fuck the boss. I'll let the other knucklehead shoot the boss. I don't even put one bullet into it. Nothing. No zero damage. I don't care. I'm done. They broke me. They broke me. <laughs> now I will technically play the objective uh, uh, for these for this event because it does drop blueprint uh, engrams. So like these things you need for your blueprints. So you can craft weapons now in Destiny, and you need to unlock these things with this deep sight resonance. And this event will will drop a specific weapon a day. And if I'm farming for a specific weapon, I want these drops. And I've already completed all my other quests, and, and I'm all done. I'll sit on that that damn sled, and I won't even fire a shot. Just I'll just ride it out and let all the other knuckleheads kill everybody. I'll be on my phone reading Reddit. I don't care. Chatting in Discord. I don't care. Fuck them. Fuck them. I hate these motherfuckers. This is when I'm playing with randoms, though. Not when I'm playing with GRJ. Hmm. I don't know. I don't really. I'm not sure if I can tell. But it feels like you don't like them. Not even in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I, I don't uh, play the objective. And, uh, yeah, because uh, Max what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, I, I do for Devil Dog, too, because uh, one of our guys in GRG, because he runs ahead and clears everything. So, fuck it. I'm going to sit in the goddamn little sled. Let it take me from <laughs> point A to point B. I'm, in a, I'm doing an emote the whole way. Like, I can't keep up. Anyway, all right, enough of that. <laughs> I'm just kind of goofing around, but I'm not actually being very truthful. That is all honest. I don't even shoot the boss not one time. I don't care. Fuck him. Now, we have been doing the, uh, the Destiny Raid, and we've been doing like a weekly event on Saturdays. We call it the Tater Raid. So it's just basically a very, very, very casual attempt at clearing the raid which we haven't gotten very far. The first encounter is not necessarily tough as in far as like enemies being sworn with enemies or fighting things. It's more the fact that they give you 30 symbols and you have to memorize each one and you have to be able to effectively communicate with the raid team what symbols pop up on what areas and what you're looking for. Huh. That's the biggest hurdle. It's a good thing I'm not in there because I have a shit memory and I, I've been staring at that list of glyph mm-hmm. icons and the call outs. Well, the I one I posted today is, is not the actual, <laughs> it's more of the troll one, but uh, like open butthole is not the dark. <laughs> I know the troll <laughs> yeah. one's a lot better than the actual. It makes more sense. Yeah, that, that's the biggest hurdle we're facing. And we came close. We came close a couple times. We got like right to the last part. Like you have to do this thing like three times and. So getting it done completed once is a challenge. Getting the second time, okay, you're on a roll. But the third time is just like, oh, there's so much pressure and it gets things just get all screwed up. We're working on it. Uh it's it's more a lesson on learning how to communicate as a raid team together. And it's I think people need to be a little bit more forceful when they make call-outs. Like when I I yell out like uh, you see this totem that pops up, and the first symbol is either light or dark. 
And that's where this like enemy appears and somebody's got to go on either side and kill it. And I'll be like, dark side night, dark side night. I'll, I'll yell it out. I'll yell it until like mm. it gets completed. Because once it gets killed, the next symbol pops up. And I'll just continually, not overshouting everybody, but every so often, like remind them like every five seconds. Because you don't have much time. Yeah. Yeah. And my, that's why my kid was so mad at me yelling dark side night all night long during the raid. <laughs> That's funny. It's a challenge. I like to beat it. I don't know if I'll ever go back to beating it because it's truly a miserable experience. <laughs> it's a lot of stress. It's just a lot of stress. Huh. You know, it's they don't give you time. And it's if you have any mistakes, you kind of fail. And anyway, you need a stress free, happy game that doesn't cause any anger at all, like Elden Ring. Elden Ring, yeah, I don't think that that would be the case. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to talk my kid into playing that, my oldest. He's actually a good gamer. He's like, I don't need that headache. <laughs> it is a really good game, but yeah, it's it's definitely not for everyone. I think he's just like worried about the difficulty, which I think he'd be fine, but I don't know. I mean, like maybe I would get it. I mean, I'm pretty good at like those style games. No, you're not. You talk about like it's like a MMO style. I mean, I can I do it in the L- <laughs> ESO, and I know when not to step in fire. And um, yeah, you should totally get it. And when you do, please, for the love of God, record everything you say within the first hour before you refund the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna play this game. There's no chance. There's no chance. This is not for me. Okay, anyways. Anyways, let's go on to game, gaming. Destiny. No, no, Destiny's done. We'll go into gaming geek news. Okay. And we'll talk about a game I did play. So this is a, a third game. This is a third title. Does this count? Uh, no, because it, because of the title that it is, uh. it can't ever count. <laughs> All right, so uh, Fortnite. Let's just start off with a doozy. They have removed building from their Battle Royale. And Fortnite, we all seen the videos on Fortnite and it's you shoot somebody once and they build like this massive 10 story tower to hide in it's all about building and building skills rule supreme the whole game the whole thing that differentiates it from every other game out there is the this building you can build ramps you can build walls you can build ceilings you can build castles you can do all sorts of shit gone it's out it is out at least for the time being but it is gone. You know what's funny? You think about it. How many people have it so ingrained in their controls to time in like building and stuff that they're they're going to go do that and they're just going to stand there like a moron jumping up and down thinking they're going to build something that's going to cost them their deaths before they finally learn in a week or two not to do that. And then once they've adapted to it, they're going to bring the building back and they're going to be pissed as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's so weird. It's so different. Um, and I don't know if it's necessarily good. Like, I learned how to build basic things like ramps and, and, and climb up the things and build some simple walls and stuff like that. But I could never build, like, these massive towers. It was just not anything I spent a lot of time learning how to do. I've played this version. So I put, probably played about, like, six or seven games today. And... It just feels weird. I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely not the the, the greatest battle royale, and it's not a great shooter because you take that out, like it's it's kind of just like an okay shooter. Yeah, 
I never thought that game was great for gunplay. It was just weird and off to me. Yeah. Now, I did do pretty well because I just was going aggressive playing solo and, and just going towards gunshots and fighting people. So I managed to get some kills. Now, building is still available in the competitive game mode. So if you're in the building, you can go play competitive and build your to your heart's content. Uh, what else do we have? Yeah, so like they had some trailer beforehand, some cinematic where they, they went through the story, which I can't follow. I don't understand what goes on with Fortnite. But building is gone, and it has something to do with these bad guys. And Doctor Strange peers. So Doctor Strange is a new tie-in for this new season, Battle Pass. And if you complete your Battle Pass this year, you get Doctor Strange as a character. They added some new movement abilities. They added tactical sprint. They added sliding and parkour, like so you can like jump and hurdle things and climb up in buildings and stuff. So your guy is definitely a lot is able to move a lot better than before, like where you don't need to have the ramps and stuff like that to climb up on things. He's able to just like kind of run, jump, and scale huh. walls. That's actually not a bad trade off for because you got to think like how limited people are whenever they were before when you could just literally just jump Mm -hmm. but now they gave you the ability to traverse things more efficiently oh yeah the movement is 100 percent improved like your character like you have a a statima bar and it refills very quickly like it'll get used quickly but it also refills quickly like if you stop like tactical sprinting for a second it comes it shoots right back up your slide, like, you know, in Call of Duty, you see these people do, like, the Warzone slide cancel and shit like that. You can slide in this one forever. Like, it must be, like, 50 feet. Like, it goes crazy. <laughs> it's just a little nuts. That almost sounds like the slide you can do in Apex. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Except you can do this on a flat surface versus, like, you know, Apex. I think mean, you had to go downhill or... Yeah. They also added a uh, default overshield. So everybody starts with this overshield and it protects you with like 50 damage. And that gets recharged automatically. So you have a basic 50, extra 50 health added to your health, you know. So this 50 always gets recycled. Oh, so they went like a weird Halo Apex style now. Mm hmm. Where now you get overshields and they recharge. Hmm. Feel like they're grasping at straws now. I think so. So I, I think, well, that was one of my uh, my questions was, I mean, do you think this is a ploy to uh, bring players back or players that can't build into the game? I mean, obviously, uh, they were number one for so long, and then Call of Duty Warzone came in and just, you know, is a better battle royale in, in general. So you think this is a ploy to bring those players back and bring other players into the fold? Uh... Yeah, but at the but you also got to think if people don't play competitive but still wanted the building, that's probably going to get them to like move on. So I mean, it's a trade off. It might I don't know. It feels a bit last ditch gimmicky to me, but I don't know. This is also a two week thing. So like you're apparently the overall story mode is you're doing these missions to gain the ability to rebuild again. I don't see this building going away completely, but at least now, like, you know, pl- new players can come into the game, learn it a little bit, and not be straddled with that skill gap. That That's a huge skill gap against somebody that is on a PC that can, like, whip their mouse around and build, like, a castle in two seconds. Yeah. You know, they, they remove this. They know they're in trouble. They can't – they have the hardcore players, but they're not gaining new players. 
they know that they need to have the building aspect in the game. Maybe they're reworking how that works. I, I always thought maybe if they put like a time limit on how fast you can build, like maybe in a second you can put down two pieces, like one, two, one, you know, not like and not like a hundred pieces, like kind of slow down the rate of fire on your building aspect. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. I guess we'll see. We got like a two week. I think they said April they're going to bring this back. So like, I don't know when in April, beginning of April is is the rumor. But it's kind of amazing. I mean, they they don't mess around. They they definitely change that game. And what's fascinating is I haven't played Fortnite in years, and it's a completely different game now. Like I don't even recognize it. There's cars in it. Like you can get in cars, trucks, tanks. There's a tank in it. You can take a tank from like these enemies, which which is OP as fuck with this. I mean, I had a tank and I was killing like ten people. It was ridiculous. There's like pigs walking around. You can shoot them and then eat them for health. There's mushrooms in the ground for shields. I mean, there's all sorts of craziness. Like I it I don't even recognize the game other than the graphics. Huh. So it's they they definitely have evolved and We'll see. We'll see what they're going to do with uh, building. I know a lot of people are enjoying it right now, but I think, like you said, it's a gimmick and it'll wear off. I'd like to see them come to a happy medium with building, maybe slow down. Like I said, slow down the rate they can put down items. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Damn. They ain't for me, so (laughs) all the best to you. Also, I just want to note that uh, Epic Games uh, has been committed to donating all its Fortnite proceeds to the humanitarian relief for the people affected by the war in, in the Ukraine. Uh, and they were you know, talking about doing this for the next two weeks. After one day, they announced that they already raised $36 million for humanitarian relief for the Ukraine via Fortnite proceeds. And they're going to send the money to UNICEF, World Food Program, UNHCR, which I'm not sure what that is, and direct relief. So $36 million in one day. I mean, that just goes to show how much people spend on microtransactions. True, true. I mean, that's that, that game's crazy. That's almost like GRG's petty cash fund. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like, it's pretty much on that par. All right, moving along. We got Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and uh, we got some new information on that. Uh, Solus, do you want to fill us in on what you found out? I mean, do I have to? No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's just, I don't know a whole lot because I've kind of kept myself in the dark, so I don't spoil anything because this is one of those I want to go in dark and experience it. But it's a new game based in like the Borderlands world with the same graphics and stuff but it is its own separate game it's not an expansion or anything it's based off of a Borderlands 2 DLC for Tiny Tina's D&D DLC they did I don't remember the exact name of it and I ain't looking it up but it was just a super popular DLC probably one of the most popular if not the most popular DLC they ever did and so they decided to make a game completely set alone for it. Do you know if your characters carry over? I don't know specifically, but most likely, like I'm 99% sure that no, because every single time they've done a new Borderlands, it's always been new characters, new abilities, uh, classes, new and kind of not new. Usually they kind of, they vary it up, but 
some of it is kind of the same. Like the sirens, all well, they were sirens, so they used like psionic abilities, but they changed the way the abilities work in different games, stuff like that. Do you think there'll be any new classes, or you have the existing? How many is there? Four classes? Uh, I mean, usually there's four. I don't know if they're going to change it in this one and add a couple extras, but normally it is four classes and how they distribute those. I have no idea because they may throw out everything they've done before and create four new class-like things that they want to do. Will they add a battle royale to it? (sighs) No. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) So this is a full game. So you're looking at like $60 or whatever, the full price. Yeah. Not like, okay. You buy it on PC, so it might be cheaper, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't actually looked at it. I need to. I need to pre-order it. And that way I can pre-download it and stuff. Another thing is it's you supposed to have full. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it's got like, it's supposed to have full cross-play support between everything. So everyone can play together, stuff like that. Now, will there be voice communication in the game, or do you have to join like Xbox, like party chat, Xbox, or can you voice chat like like Destiny has like a fire team chat where like it's built in voice over IP? In three, you could do in game chat, so most likely they're going to have an in game chat option as well because it makes it easy because you get Sony, PlayStation versus Xbox, and like they're all the yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, they, they should all be able to join. Like it's. Crossplay is the way. It's the way. Discord just needs to like put its foot down and just create a no shit like a meshed communication system for everyone to use. I cannot believe Sony or Xbox have not bought Discord yet. Well, Sony partially has Discord now. They like they own it, but they don't. They're not like keeping it exclusively to themselves. Yeah, I think if they did, they would lose the PC gaming crowd. Oh yeah, I mean. They would lose too much of their business. I mean, PC people have used Discord forever. Well, we used to use Mumble and uh, TeamSpeak back when I played Guild Wars. I've seen TeamSpeak, and it looks like utter pain-in-the-ass trash to work with. Yeah, yeah. Discord's uh, pretty nice and streamlined. Yeah, a lot, a lot more streamlined. See, I only joined servers that were uh, for our Guild Wars campaign for PvP and... Shit was already done and whatever. I didn't really talk to those PvP nerds and MMOs. They're the worst. <laughs> they are the worst. That's the worst gamer ever. The MMO PvP player, literally the worst. Literally Lala. No, I'm not that bad. I'm good. They're well, unlike me. I'm the exception to the rule. You were the reason they had to make a rule. They have me permanently muted. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, when's this coming out? Uh, March 25th, so this week, here in four days. Oh, wow. You know what that means? Uh, you may get stuck gaming with Gunny soon. You know, that's actually usually not a bad time. Me and Gunny have a lot of fun. Usually, uh, when Borderlands 3 came out, it was me and Gunny and his son-in-law, Glock. So, and we always had fun. We had a lot of fun. Well, there you go. I had a lot of fun with Gunny, too. We were drinking our faces off at the uh, Tool to Play Land together, so... We both got got embalmed one evening. It was nice. Yeah. My liver still got a scar on it, but you know, happens every once in a while. I mean, Gunny's a bit of a princess, but he is a fun guy to play those Borderlands games with. He is a princess. I do agree. All right. uh, Moving along. We got 
Overwatch 2 PvP beta. That starts April 26, and you can sign up now, which I did. I signed up right now. So, whoop-de-doo. I did read, and I'm kind of confused because I thought like the previous version was 6v6, and now it looks like Overwatch 2 will be 5 versus 5. I don't know. Don't ask me. I never play the damn game. So have you have you ever played Overwatch at all or uh I'm trying to think if I ever have, but I don't think so. I never bought it. But maybe they had it like a free weekend or something. I think I feel like I played it once on like a free weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I never I sure as hell never bought it. Yeah, it never it was not a game that interests you at all. Oh hell no. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I uh I had over I bought Overwatch, I played it. Um boy, you know, there's some games I you'll play and you just can't get into any of the characters overwatch i could not find a character where i was comfortable with and i get into fights with people and i would just get my ass kicked like immediately and i don't seem to do any damage and never made any sense to me like i don't understand how this person outshoots kills me and i did nothing to them and it, it baffled me with overwatch i could never sort it out uh team fortress is another game that uh, this is an older game. I couldn't sort out the classes. I could. I just never liked it. Like I never found the class I was comfortable playing, which is funny because I played the hell out of the, a, a very similar game called Paladins. I mean, that's people said it was a clone to Overwatch, but I think Paladins actually came out first. I think it was a better game. I, graphically, Overwatch is a better game, but I think Paladins was a better actual PvP game. I enjoyed it a lot more and I was better at that. I can play certain characters in there and I could do, I could do things. I could tank, I could shoot, I could kill. I felt like I was making a contribution to my team. If I was the healer, I could heal. I actually healed in in Paladins, but Overwatch, I struggled, but I did sign up for the beta. I'll give it a look. And I really doubt that um, I'm going to play it. I don't know. It was a rough one. It just wasn't for me. You ever play a game like that where you play online and you just get thumped and you just don't understand why? Yeah. Halo Infinite. <laughs> okay. You got to do headshots. 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 Come on. It's just, it's not for me. <laughs> I actually like Halo Infinite. My problem with that is just lack of content. Um. All right. Moving along. We're going to our TV and show, TV and movies, TV and shows. It's kind of repetitive. TV and movies, and <laughs> I don't really have any new TV shows that I'm watching. Um, I'm still watching Severance. If you have the opportunity to watch Severance on Apple TV, I recommend it. It's very, very strange, but it's very interesting. I highly recommend that. Uh, last week, my son and I went to go see The Batman. We went on a Thursday at 1 p.m., and let me tell you, this was the best movie experience I've ever had, ever. We had the whole movie theater to ourselves, completely empty. We sat dead center and completely in the middle and just enjoyed the movie. Nobody else was there. And what made it even better was this movie theater was just completely 100% refurbished. They redid the whole place over the COVID downtime and everything was down. So everything is brand new and you're in this wonderful new theater with 8 million speakers and the seats that recline and the seats look like you're sitting on game chairs or so fancy. I don't know. It was awesome. Solus, you saw that picture, right? I mean, you know, that was crazy. Oh, wasn't no. It? Yeah. It's freaking. 
really, really, really nice. And, and my I kid's sitting in what, the middle of the he's in the middle of the theater swaving and like there's nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I of course I live in a smaller area, so I've had that happen a couple of times when I'll go to a theater and it's literally just me or me and someone else went with me, but still it's like empty. That's always nice because you don't have to worry about other jackasses trying to ruin the movie. Exactly, and that's why I picked one o'clock because. I was going to go see it earlier, but I knew he was coming home for spring break, so I decided to wait a week, and um, I had to drag his college ass up at 1 o'clock to go see this movie, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome to have an empty theater. Anyway, we'll go on to the movie, and I, I wrote down some notes immediately after because I figured I'd talk about it during the uh, the show. Anyway, so this is not an origin story. Batman has been a vigilante, and he's been a vigilante for at least two years now. So you, you're not getting the, uh, you know, the kid, you know, the, the parents getting shot in behind the movie theater after seeing Zorro. I think everybody in the world knows how Batman becomes Batman. We're all familiar with it. What I really enjoyed about this movie was the fact that it wasn't necessarily a, a superhero movie where he runs around and constantly getting into fights and beating people up. I mean, he does do that, and he beats up, like, you know, these stupid gangs and whatever to show off how tough he is. Uh, but it mostly focused on the fact that he's a detective and his abilities to, to solve crimes. And he was like a CSI agent. Detective Gordon, he's not commissioner at this point, would bring him in, like, behind the scenes to go look at, like, crime scenes and... Uh, the city was plagued with these attacks, like these pr- high-profile people were getting killed, and it was very similar to the movie Seven, kind of similar to like Saw, the movie Saw, with the traps that people get stuck in. There's a good combination of that, and that's kind of what the bad guy was, who's the Riddler, and he, he was like a combination of the bad guy in seven, the combination of Jigsaw from Saw and the traps and the things he they did is very similar. You can you can see how that they they uh, took that as part of the movie and they relied on Batman to solve some of it. Uh, he wasn't always correct, but you know he was able to read a crime scene better than most. So let's go into uh, the bat suit in the Batmobile, and this is obviously the best looking bat suit ever. Just he looks like a badass in this. I think anybody can look like I, I could look like a badass in a suit. Maybe. I don't know. Probably be too short for me. But the uh, the armor's <laughs> just so cool. <laughs> like he the, he's all bulletproof and he gets in the one scene, the guys are shooting him, and you just see bullets like shooting right off him. It's pretty badass. And then he has the Batmobile, which is just a basic muscle car. Like it looks like a like a cross between a, a Camaro, a Challenger, an old like 60s Challenger. Camaro car, I don't know what it was, with a big jet engine in the back. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, you're Batman. Why not? Yeah, you're Batman. <laughs> it's Batman. You at least got to have something stupidly stupid about your Batmobile. If it's going to be something, a basic car, you at least have to have a jet engine. Sure. I mean, it, and it wasn't like, you know, how, like the other Bat movies, it has like this goofy ass car, like the Tim Burton Batmans had that big, giant, long dragster style car and What's the other one? Had the, the, the army thing, the tumbler. Um, mm-hmm. This was just a car. This was like, it looked like it was out of some like redneck's garage, all hopped up, you know, 
big ass tires on it and complete <laughs> muscle. Like it was a muscle car. It was great. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I would I would love to have one. Now, the car chase he gets into is kind of like they kind of wedged in there. Like it was it was kind of silly. Like it, it, he's in a fight and the next thing you know, he gets knocked down and he's fighting the penguin and Penguin goes to kill him, and he's gone, and there's Batman in his car starting up. Like, well, why is he in his car not fighting the Penguin? But they had to get the car chase in, so they did that. The other thing, you need to be a uh, Nirvana fan because, holy crap, they play the hell out of Something in the Way by Nirvana throughout the entire movie in some sort or another. Maybe it's just the bass line, like mega slow is being played throughout. It is always played throughout this movie, and I need to figure out if there was a reason with it, because it seemed to come up at certain points, and I didn't catch it when I was watching it. I only watched it once, and maybe I'll watch it again. I don't know. It's three hours long. I don't think I'll watch it a second time, but there's probably a reason why they were playing it throughout the scenes. Uh, And speaking of Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, the worst part of the movie was when he was Bruce Wayne, and he basically looks like a uh, Kurt Cobain with uh, black hair, like he's walking around, his hair is uncombed, in in sweaters like Kurt Cobain would wear, and they just look like a grunge rocker instead of like a a billionaire playboy that he's he's supposed to be. I don't know, he's kind of like mopey emo. He kind of reminds me of Grex. I, no, it's, it's it's Grex. I mean, it's it's expected, so not much more to say. That was the weakest part. Like, you'd see him as Bruce Wayne. It's like, really? Like, it's annoying now. Like, go back in your bat suit because you suck as Bruce Wayne. He's definitely the worst Bruce Wayne. Uh, <laughs> he, he's, he's a great Batman, and I think he may be one of the best Batmans, but as a Bruce Wayne, he, he's the worst. He's I give him, out of, like, Michael Keaton, um, Val Kimler, George Clooney, uh, who was the other guy? Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, they're all better. He's the worst. Worst as Bruce Wayne. And then, and then they had the uh, Selena Kyle, aka Catwoman, and what I liked was they went the non woke way with the fight scenes, where a hundred pound Selena Kyle can't beat the shit out of a big armored giant Batman. You know, <laughs> like she went to fight him, and he kind of kicked her ass. Well, subdued her, and wasn't dealing with it. But she's hot. Oh my god, whoever played I forget who played her, um, but she's hot. But Michelle Pfeiffer will always be the hottest Catwoman ever. And I'll die on that hill. She's smoking hot. Uh, Anyway, so that was it. It was a great movie. It was a great movie. Uh, Three hours long. It probably could be about two and a half hours. And we'd be be good. I think they could have trimmed it up a little bit. Like it would definitely kind of drag in some scenes. Uh, Other than that, fantastic movie. Worth seeing. Worth seeing in the movie theater. Like we saw it in this movie theater that's already done. And the amount of bass and sound... Like the, the seats were constantly vibrating, just it was crazy. It was it was great, which I had a, a thing about. So we were looking to see what movie theater we wanted to see this in. And my this new place, they have all these different things. They have RPX or Regal Premium this, and they have another one. They have another IMAX. They have all these different things to choose from. They had one that was like a four four DX, and I don't have you ever heard of Oh Zoe Kravitz played her? Okay, yes, you should interrupted me. Just, just cut me off. Cut me off. I'm a nice and polite co-host. No, don't, don't be polite. There's no polite in GRG. Zoe Kravitz played uh, Catwoman. She's smoking hot, but she's no Michelle Pfeiffer. And I'll die on uh, that. Note. Nope, Zoe Kravitz, all the way. 
I'll die on that hill, Michelle. You can have Zoe Kravitz, and you know I like all the cat women. Like all, they're all hot. Even like the original from the uh, the Campy Show back in like uh, that was that Catwoman or is that Batgirl? I, I forget. I don't know. You tell I, me. I, I don't. You're know. the old guy. I'm the old guy. I'm, I forget. The yellow clouds. <laughs> anyway, you can have Zoe Kravitz. I'll have Michelle Pfeiffer back when Michelle Pfeiffer wore that suit. That's ooh, that suit was something. I. I'm going to guess that neither of them are going to want anything to do with us. I don't know. Once I tell them I'm MLG at gaming and I own Grim Reaper Gamers, they're just going to throw themselves at me. So You're going to get a like FBI notice and a <laughs> restraint order and this and that too. <laughs> I have a few of those. will be the first one. Anyway, so I was saying with the, uh, the movie, there was a movie theater there or one of the the things was 4DX. Have you ever heard of this? A 4DX movie theater or 4D movie theater? A uh, 4D, yeah. Okay, with the with the seats that move and b- blows wind at you and scorch you with water and weird times. Yeah, you can smell Batman's bo. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like all this crazy shit. Have you ever seen a movie in that like in that type of theater? Yeah. When I was How a kid. Is it? I uh, barely remember, but it was kind of dumb. It was uh, what did you what would you call it? It's just t- too much. Like it tried to engross you too much by overstimulating your senses while watching the movie. And it was just let me watch the damn movie. Sure. I don't need all this extra shit. I mean, like we had to go and research which type of theater you wanted to see in because we didn't know. Like there was like four different options. And I'm like, I, I just want to see it in a normal theater with a clear picture and awesome sound. Like, I, I don't need IMAX. I don't need all the other horse shit. IMAX was like 20 some dollars to go see the movie in. Mm-hmm. They're charging more because this is an extra hour long. So, You know what the most I played, paid for around here for a movie? What's that? Eight bucks. I This is the first movie I have seen in one of the Star Wars movies. Probably like five years maybe longer hmm. i i can't remember the last it was one of the star wars ones it was not the last star wars movie but it was the one before the middle of the sequel uh yeah i don't remember the one with like luke skywalker dies and all that stupid shit yeah i don't remember the name of it <laughs> i mean it's kind of hard to go like you know i got like a big tv at home i got surround sound you know i yeah, it's hard to justify going and paying that much plus food and stuff like that. Not to mention fuel for driving there and back and everything. When you can just, or you could just wait until it comes out on digital or DVD mm-hmm. and just pick it up and put it in your personalized home theater. Yeah, I think this comes out streaming like in sixty days. They said so they're not releasing it in streaming right away. But um, I actually think that this was a good movie to see at a theater. So if you're looking to see something. That's worthwhile. Like if you like go to movies once in a blue moon, you want to see something that's going to like give you a real benefit of seeing in a full big screen TV. I think that this is one of them. Just the sound alone, like uh, you know, it, it was constant. Like you're, you just felt the vibration from the subwoofers and stuff. It was just worth it. And I don't feel that way with most. Like I, most movies, I, in fact, most movies nowadays, I don't even think it's worth watching on my computer screen. <laughs> yeah, I listened with my earbuds. Like it's just they're they're terrible. And but this one was pretty good. Um, it's it 
not perfect, still a superhero movie, but it was definitely a, a very good rendition of the Batman. And I appreciate the fact that they went to the detective style with Batman. Like he's doing a lot of CSI work. He's doing a lot of stuff. You mean like he's that. not competing with Superman and the Flash and Aquaman? He's actually just a normal human being doing slightly more than normal human being stuff? Yep. Yep. I mean, basically, there's a couple of times where he took like a shotgun blast to like his chest and like he is out. Like his armor absorbed it, but like he's done. <laughs> You mean like normal people would with normal body armor? Yes, because, you know, uh, bat, just because it's a bat suit doesn't mean it doesn't not hurt. It's still a lot of kinetic energy coming at you. Yeah, that force has to be transferred somewhere. Even if it doesn't knock you out, it's going to knock you back for some for shotguns and higher caliber rounds with stopping mm-hmm. power. Doesn't matter how much bulletproof you are, you still have to take the hit and fall over. And I think it's kind of cool how they handled him because I guess he's quote unquote the Twilight guy, the the vampire lover series, and mm-hmm. uh, he is not your friendly Batman. When he's in that bad suit and he wants to fuck you up, you're getting fucked up. Like he is like beats the snot out of people, and it's not like choreographed silly kung fu action moves. It is just a beatdown. It is a, just a it's a street brawl. It is a street ball. He's going to knock your ass out. And like, it's just violent. It's violence. It's great. I love it. It's it's a good gritty Batman that we wanted. Not the joke we got with Ben Affleck that was trying to be gritty, but really was kind of lame. Yeah. I, I don't. I didn't really truly hate him, but. Oh, yeah. So I forgot Ben Affleck was Batman. He's a better Bruce Wayne. He's a better Bruce Wayne than this guy is. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, well. Bruce Wayne was the weak part. Yeah, he just doesn't have the build for what we portray as Bruce Wayne. Like he he he's he's just got he's too much of a pretty boy face than so much as the grittier I don't know manly man I guess you would say look that we usually see in the Batman's. We're just so used to that. I think he never even tried to be anything. He tried to be a, a emo kid listening to Nirvana and, and and the Cure in his room. You know, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I, I recommend it. Go see it. Go see it in a theater. It's worth it. I'm not going to a fucking theater. There's people there. All right. Well, go wait 60 days and you can watch it at home. Yeah. I can wait too much and watch it at home. It's, you'll, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. It's it's definitely one of the better Batmans. I, well, I'm a lot less critical than you are, so I know I will. Oh, there you go. Well, see, I, I now the Riddler, the bad guy, he's not the best bad guy. I mean, it's kind of hard to top Heath Ledger, so it's... He was okay. He was all right, but the movie itself is good. And that'll be the last movie I see in the theater for 10 years, I guess. <laughs> Probably. The foreseeable future. Probably. Although you can't see very far, so. Hmm. I have my Conundrum. reading glasses on, so I can see very well. Thank you. Up close? Sure. I have perfect vision <laughs> far away. I, I, I had... Uh, I had 2015, but now I think it's probably 2020. I I couldn't read the big E on the chart, and then I got LASIK surgery, and they zapped my eyes with lasers, and I could see perfect. And that still works. Now, nighttime right. driving, I am getting old, so that's my nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Any other shows? No, I haven't watched anything new. 
Nah. Yeah, neither have I. I can go on about The Walking Dead, but nobody cares about that. No. no. Please don't. No. Please don't. All right. All right. That is going to do it for this episode of The Reapercast. I want to thank Souls for being on. Yeah, no problem. As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.careermeepergamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spelled a D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. See ya.